0: Welcome to the Beyond Green 365 podcast. This podcast educates homeowners on how to make healthier choices when updating, remodeling, or building a new home. Step Beyond Green to Healthy supports, advocates, and educates for healthier indoor environments. We make every effort to offer healthier options and learning opportunities. However, our assistance is not specific medical advice for any one person and or medical condition. For specific medical advice, please contact your physician. The content provided by Step Beyond Green to Healthy is for your information only. Any application of this information is your responsibility entirely. Here is your host, Jonathan Sinovic. Welcome back, everybody. Today's guest is Kyla Gettleman from Current Electric, and she specializes in solar. It's gotta be one of the hottest topics that I get asked about, solar this and solar that, and our energy grid and everything else. And today, we're gonna have the opportunity to have Kyla enlighten us about solar. The thing about Kyla, she's got three kids. She lives locally in the Milwaukee area, and she's actually a native of the area, although she spent some time in North Carolina, She found herself back here with her family recently, and she loves it here. In fact, she spends a lot of the summer kayaking and enjoying the outdoors, which probably is great since she loves the sun and since she sells the sun's energy, right? Exactly. So we're going to be talking about, in this episode, all about just the basics to solar. You know, I think that's one of the misnomers about it. We don't really know more than what we see on the the panels. And so we're, we're, we're going to be talking about energy bills and brownouts and things and tax credits, but kind of the brief, a brief umbrella about solar in this episode. So without further ado, let's get started with Kyla. All right, welcome everybody to this podcast. I am super jazzed about solar, hey. I, and I, I have been enlightened by solar for years from this incredible woman that's joining us today, her intro you guys heard about, but Kyla, thanks for coming today.
1: Absolutely, thank you. She
0: just finished laughing, so she's got a gigantic <laughs> smile on her face you guys can't see out there. But this is great. And the reason I think that she's smiling is because at the end of the day, this woman lives and breathes solar. And today, we're going to learn all about it from someone who actually taught me everything I know. So thanks for coming in today. <laughs>
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> all right. So solar, everybody talks about solar and energy bills, right? I mean, I think everybody, the hot topic right now is I'm, as I'm, I, energy bills are going up, energy bills are going up. And solar is my solution. So talk to us a little bit about what kind of what kind of information you give out about that particular topic on solar.
1: Yeah. Um, so I'll be honest. Everybody right now is noticing the jump in the bills. Um, mine went up like $10, $10, $15, which is not okay. So when customers are, you know, reaching out with that concern that their bills are going up, there's a lot of reasons why. Um, main thing is the utility companies are – Increasing, which is unfortunate on our end, but it's happening. And then, two, you know, they're expanding on their home or they're adding to their family. So, those are all things that are going to just continue to increase um, with their bills and expanding their budget, unfortunately.
0: Can I just get back? Did you just say your, yours only went up 10 or $15?
1: Well, so I'm also put on a budget plan right now. Oh, but I was going to say, because mine look, has
0: not gone up only 10 or $15.
1: But if you look <laughs> at, like, the kilowatt hours, if you just broke it down, it's jumped a lot higher than okay.
0: that. <laughs> I mean, everybody content. in the audience just went, Really? Like I gotta go live wherever you're living if you've only got <laughs> <laughs> you're only going up ten or fifteen dollars. Okay, that's that's great. So, uh, so with when it comes to to energy and our energy bills, I, we don't predict obviously that this is gonna be something that's gonna decrease. We, we're only seeing in the in the future. But then there's been this gigantic push um, for electric use. Quite honestly, I mean mm-hmm. we've just seen the last like year. I think that that we're just hearing, nope, you know, everything's got to go with electric cars, everything's going electric, 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 which kind of, like, runs us into, well, if my energy bills keep going up and I do want the hot tub and I want the electric car and I want the pool, I mean, should I be – are there concerns about – I mean, I know there's chatter about this, this grid. I don't know that I understand what the grid means, but, you know, it's kind of like – Yeah, we can go into all kinds of movie scenarios there, but it's (laughs) like the Matrix. I don't understand that either, but on the grid scenario, um, have you been, what's your, I guess, what's your take on on this energy load, this new energy load, and should we be concerned about it?
1: Um, I think it's definitely something that is, everybody's talking about. I mean, with electric vehicles, if we look now, even my ride into work, I see maybe about five or six of them when couple years ago, I maybe saw one (laughs) randomly. (laughs) So electric vehicles are all over the place. Um, Everything is going electric. So the thing that's of concern that everyone's talking about is, is the grid, your utility company, stable to add all that extra load that they're going to have to supply to you? Um, I think that's a really big topic. And it is something that we should really be looking at is, is it stable? And how is it going to affect Me, in my home, because, you know, that's our safe haven, is our home. So what do we need to do?
0: Well, and you had mentioned earlier, I had kind of made a joke, and I think if you live in the city, like where, so the current location we're at is, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I live in the city, so I jokingly turned to her and said, oh, you know, I'm not really worried about the grid or anything else. I'm in the city. And and she, in the big smile she has right now, kind of went, (laughs) well, I mean, maybe. And then, so talk to me a little bit about what's happened recently in Maybe not the direct city core, but what's happening in the surrounding areas of a grid that is pretty solid.
1: Yeah. Um, So even just around here, I mean, we have the city Elm Grove, and if you ask the residents there, half of them won't lose power, the other half on the other side of the tracks. The power goes down very frequently. They're looking at batteries. They don't, they need that sense of security. Batteries, generators, all that is on their mind. Um, The other thing that happened, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before in Brookfield they were out for seven-plus days. We had tons of people, you know, having to go to their neighbor's home and shower and do all that stuff because, I mean, who thought that the grid in Brookfield would be down for that long? Um, so those things, like even if you've been to home, they weren't going down a couple years ago, and you're starting to notice there might be small outages, Well, I feel like that's just a start, and I feel like it's something to be aware of.
0: We also had kind of a major thing in California happen this, this last year. Can you talk a little bit about what happened out there?
1: Yeah. So the other thing with California that I'm sure, you know, if you haven't heard, you should look it up. But they had, uh, they sent out, if you have an electric vehicle, they put, please do not charge it because the grid was tapped out and they couldn't supply anymore. So for California to be doing it, it's it's just kind ironic. of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what does that mean for us in the future?
0: right yeah it's, and 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 I guess that's that's the key when we look at alternatives, right, and I think everybody is looking at alternatives when we think healthy too, we always look so what's my alternative to um to not just for our own health but also we always think in environmental too mm-hmm. so so what's kind of the the, the course of, of action and i think I think there is i think on our end I definitely worry about can the grid support what what we're doing and how and how we're doing it I think that's we're reading more about it. I think you're, you, you talked a little bit about it, too. And so I think areas that typically have been solid in grid nature, we just had here in Wisconsin, too, not electric-related but gas-related, they, they had a problem in We Energies during one of our cold spells with the gas lines on the pump. And so there were notices sent out to businesses saying, hey, if you can lower temperature, that's going to help us. And, again, it's another kind of bring, us, bring awareness to the fact that what we have been taking for granted for so many years might, might be on a stress point. Yeah. Based on the fact that we haven't really downsized our home and we haven't really downsized our living experience, in fact, we've done the opposite, yeah. <laughs> and so the, the tax nature of that on all of our infrastructure grids, I think, are are put. So, more more importantly to solar, this can be so some of this can be solved by solar, though.
1: Yeah. Um, so, solar. I mean, you're you're still going to be pulling what you're pulling from your home. You know, that's you're still going to have that same usage. But what solar is offering is a source of power where you don't have to be so dependent on the utility company, which is great. If we can be independent from them, that's everyone's goal. Um, but also the main thing is it's going to help you save. I mean, you're you're going green, but saving on those bills where they were $500 and being able to cut those down is huge. I, I mean, I want the money in my pocket. <laughs> I don't want to keep giving it to them. Um so yeah, we enter or with you with solar, it's gonna, you know, give you that sense of stability. You have your own source of power, and of course, saving while doing it. it.
0: And I think one of the things too to note is that you you talk about the fact that you just said it. It doesn't have to be all. And I think that's a. We talk about things. I want to just bring up to the I'm sure. I'm in my audience mine is so. I have to have enough solar to do it all, or it's not. It's not worth it, and that's kind of not the scenario, right? I mean, right. because if again, if I have a pool, a hot tub, an electric car, and I got a thirty-five hundred square foot home, that's probably a tremendous strain on any type of energy usage. So, but you're saying that there it doesn't have to be all or nothing,
1: right? Um, so, I have like when we work with customers, some of them want to be a hundred percent, and they have the room space to do that. But there's a lot that are still at like forty to fifty percent, and that's fantastic. You're still independent. You're still saving money, um, so you don't have to be at a hundred percent. Anything helps.
0: Got it. Got it. And does it matter location? Like I, I guess as far as is the city center the best place for solar, or if I'm out in the sticks, is that a good place for solar? Is there is there is there anything as far as location? Because if I'm listening right now, I'm going well. I don't know. Maybe there's certain places. Like why is everything in California so you know <laughs> yeah. solar, and why is not much in the Midwest solar? Like is something advantage in California that we don't we don't get to take advantage of?
1: Yeah, so I'll say to the California thing, Wisconsin is starting to move more in that direction, not as aggressive as California, but we're moving there. Um, Now, panel placement, yes, it's very important, but if you have trees or you think your house isn't right, I mean, there's probably some sort of situation where you could have it. Um, So, trees, don't let that freak you out. There's ways around it. You could do ground mounts, you could do roof mounts, I mean, you could do a pole mount. So, it's always worth exploring, looking at, and just, you know, you get the opportunity to learn a little bit more and see what works.
0: And, and it's pretty interesting you bring up the, the surface or the, the, I guess, non-roof mount. Mm-hmm. I think that was new when I started thinking of it, too, because I think solar, and I see the house, and I go, oh, I, it's got to be on it, and I got to have a big roof. Um, what is it, if I if I have land, and I have some availability, and I, maybe I have a smaller house on it, maybe it's not something with a big... What are some of the parameters, if I'm thinking of it, I have a small house, but I have some property... Are there restrictions to that, or is there a minimal that makes sense?
1: Good question. So, uh, first, I love ground mounts because you get so much more out of them, just benefits. Um, Hmm. But really, like, is there restrictions? Could be, depending on where you live, what your municipality is requiring. Um, But for the most part, like, ground mounts just give you so many extra benefits to production. Um, It sounds goofy, but because the back of the panels are open, that airflow actually helps them produce at a higher level. Hmm. Um, having the panels due south is the best spot to be. Pitch is something to take into consideration. And when you do a ground mount, you can just line everything up perfectly. <laughs> as far as south, 30-degree tilt, everything, you just get a lot more production out of them. So if there's room for a ground mount, absolutely look at it.
0: And what what kind of, when you say room, If again, if I'm – not really knowing, like, does that mean you need an acre? I need an acre of solar. I mean, and obviously, yeah. it's going to be based on how big the house is and how much solar you have. But I mean, obviously, I live in the city. Probably, my my little backyard is probably not the best place to sure. to to drop solar. So, is there something that you look for parameter-wise where you say, I mean, if you have to live on three acres and you, you know, in order to do that, yes. Yeah.
1: So that's a good question. It does a lot of stuff will go into consideration how much you're using, but you can work around your land space. So in town, there's actually in around here, there's ground mounts actually in town in the Milwaukee and Brookfield area. So just so we know. Um, So that's actually really cool. So the thing is, is we'll make do with what we have uh, because there's different racking structures. So you can go just two panels high and kind of build up higher but longer. Uh, But in situations where yard space is limited, you want to put the panels in landscape, build them four high. So then you're kind of compacting that array Hmm. you can get a little bit more out of it. So there's a lot of ways to design it to make it work.
0: I don't think I ever would have I mean, even thought to put it in a yard.
1: Yeah. Hmm. If you can, keep it close to the house, but we've had people that will, you know, put them far away, and th- those are really big arrays. <laughs> so.
0: Sure. And then can are you allowed to, like, landscape the perimeter of it? I mean, or do you have to, is it, you know, air, the airflow, you wouldn't want to do anything underneath them, but are you allowed to kind of... I'd, or make them look like they're a feature in your yard as opposed yeah. to just panels on the make middle them, them. Make them
1: look pretty. So you could do, um, you know, like a little garden bed around it, just keep them um, low plants. But um, I got a customer in Kew Wascom, and that's what he does, and it's beautiful. He's got, um, you know, the dirt under the panels. He has, he built like a little garden frame around it. He has beautiful plants and flowers in there. Hmm. You can jazz it up. <laughs> make it your own. That's,
0: that's interesting. So... Uh, walk through your, your process on when I will just run me. Like if if I were to say I'm interested, what, what kind of, what could I expect during kind of of a house call into what kind of questions you may ask me about solar or is it all something that you come in and it's hands off?
1: Um, so not hands off. I want to know as much as I want to share as much information with you as possible, but I want to know what are, what are you thinking? Like, what do you have in mind? What are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? Um, So when, you know, somebody calls us, what we'll do is an initial phone call, gather as much information and, you know, go over any questions that you have. The most exciting part is actually the site visit. So we get the opportunity to meet the homeowners, see their house, grab photos, and then talk to them about a bunch of design ideas because some of them, you know, they don't know where it's supposed to go. So we get to run them through those scenarios, um, and once that site visit's done, we work with the design team, we'll get a proposal put together, we meet you again, and we run through everything, savings, layout, questions, and then go through next steps. Um, so the process is very smooth. It's not going to take up a lot of time. And, you know, honestly, it's a, even if it's not something that you're looking to do right now, exploring the option, you're pre-planning, or you're just taking the time to learn a, bit, a little bit more, which is Great.
0: So let's let's. There's two areas I kind of want to jump back to. So, okay. it, what in what kind of questions would you be asking in that pre? I, again, yep. people get nervous. I, I fill out a thousand forms a day. I'm not asking. Like, I mean, it's just like <laughs> you really want to know my first child's name, my second child's name, my third child's name. I mean, what what kind of? Because sometimes that's the scary part is that the, yeah, when is. the first thing is a form or questionnaire, what kind? What what should I be? Ex- What could I be expecting, I guess? So
1: that call, um, I I would ask, I want a good contact number. I want your address. (laughs) I want your email. I'm not (laughs) going to bombard you, but I just want it so we always have a point of contact. Um, I might ask you, you know, I want to see a copy of your utility bill to figure out how much you're using. Mm -hmm. Um, That's something that's important. And then to just kind of see, are you dipping toes and trying to learn more? Are you ready to move forward? Because let's say your neighbor got it. Where do you kind of stand? Because... It's not something, solar is a big investment. It's not something you wake up one morning and you turn around and it's, you know, ready to go. Um, so it really is a process, and that's something that we want to know where you're at so we can make sure we're walking you through that appropriately.
0: Got it. And I think the utility bill, I know, when I when you had done mine, that was one of those things where I, I didn't, even think to have, one. Well, of course you want me utility bill because you want to know how much I'm spending in kilowatts per month, yeah. right? So that makes a lot of sense, but I think it's one of those things where I don't know if, if anybody out there listening would go, oh, yeah, I, mean, I guess that. But not having it available would be the thing where if you're going to make that phone call, make sure that you're aware that they're going to ask for that. Yep. You know, and it's, uh, it's not about a personal information thing. It's more about understanding the kilowatts that you're using per, per, per month in order to do that. Um,
1: and, you know, too, if it's something, if you just moved into a home or you're building a home, that's okay. There's different ways that you can figure it out, um, but to be the most accurate, we're going to want to try to find some sort of back history
0: in there. Unless you're tracking kilowatts per day somehow. I've, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody who is really. Systems, but yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I, I mean, unless maybe you are out there going, no, I actually know how many kilowatts per day I use. I don't know. Um, I, I think the um, the other thing that I want to touch base on, because I think it's one of the questions that I get asked, is. You would mention even if you're thinking about it, and I think it's very scary when we hear that come from, um, like as you talk to people in sales, mm-hmm. right? Because in sales, every salesperson wants to sell you something, yes. And so it's very scary to go, well, I'm. Do I tell them that I'm I'm not really sure? And so I guess your experience with that. I mean, go back to that comment about even if you're thinking about it. Should they be nervous about calling you, even if they are dipping the toes in to go, hey, I don't want to waste your time? Because I think that's why I get a lot. Like, can you just kind of give me an estimate? I don't want you to spend a lot of time on it. And I go, well, I need to get to know you and do it the right way to do that's it right. That's the
1: thing. So I just want when, even if you're just trying to figure out a ballpark, beautiful. But I don't want to just give you a number. I still want to walk you through the process because you're going to learn something and I'm going to learn something about what you want. Um, so it really is, like, some customers I've worked with for three years, and we're still working. Others have been a lot quicker, and everybody's is on a different time frame, but when you're in a neighborhood, you see your neighbor get solar. I just had this happen yesterday. They called. I want to, my neighbor got solar, and they said it was you, and I want you to stop out. Okay, beautiful. Like, (laughs) I'm happy to help, but they had no idea, so they were just kind of dipping toast, but we're really excited to learn more, and they're never wasting my time because I'm really excited to chat your ear off the right. <laughs> solar and walk you through this, and not in a pushy way, but to educate you and give you everything that you need so when you are ready, it's an easy decision and you're confident in it.
0: And I think if you're listening out there, you you, in order for you to talk intelligently about whether solar is right for you, you have to go through those steps with yeah. someone like, like yourself in order to, to really grasp. Otherwise, you're, you're just... You have no idea what's a true reality, and even what's a reality for your own home, right? I mean, if you're on that fence, you just want to know. I mean, part of my experience has been, well, have people in to, to, to educate me, right? And um, and it's, it's okay, and I think that's, to your point, where are you at in the process? It's okay to say where you're at. Say, hey, I, my neighbor, like you said, my neighbor got yeah. it. I don't even know anything about it. But I just know they got it. I'm interested. Or, you know, no, I, I really do think this is something that is, is important to me.
1: Or there's, like, steps. So some will be, like, we'll get through the process, and they're like, I had no idea I was using so much. There might be something that we could look at to help you figure out why are you using so much. So there's a lot of other things that you can, like, get out of the process, too.
0: Uh, Something that happened, um, and I won't refer to how or who yet, is you're also, I know this personally from my experience with you, I guess I just said who it was, (laughs) is that there are certain situations it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay, and I think that's one of the things that if you take out of this is that it doesn't always work out, or you have to be able to say it doesn't matter that it's not going to work out to to give me the credit that I'm looking for to offset whatever I'm trying to do. And I guess that would be where I want to bring the question is that Make sure you have a reality when you're talking to someone like, your, like yourself going, hey, my goal here is to not pay anything at, at my bill. And if I can't achieve the goal of not paying anything, I'm not interested. Or no, right now I'm doing it because I want to offset. We talked earlier about the fact that you know, as costs rise, right, if you could take a $500 bill and you could go to $200 and the system, maybe you paid for it, maybe you financed it, is still under that $500 threshold, it still makes sense even though you're not fully eliminating your bill, right? Yes. Um, and I think that's key to how you – I don't know if every salesperson is like that or not, but I know for that's you it's, it's something, that especially with even and Current, that you guys specialize in making sure that you're making the right fit and you're getting good choices. And I think if you're listening, that's something that you need to be conscious of when you're calling a variety of, of, of any contractor. But when you're talking solar specific, because it's a buzzword right now, in fact – You were just telling me, like, there's a lot of product coming to market here that's going to kind of flush a bunch. uh, It's going to inundate the market, and there's going to be a lot of confusion, is kind of what I took out of it, as to good products, bad products, and who's new and who's not.
1: I mean, solar's continuous. Like, it's been continuing to grow since I've been in current for five years. So I've seen a lot of advancements. I've seen a lot of changes in how many people are active. But now with, you know – incentives, changings, and things of that nature in Wisconsin, just making more of an effort, it is a very heavy buzzword that everybody is trying to leap into, learn more. Um, So I agree with you. Make sure you're talking to someone who understands where you're at and wants the same things. We want to make a good goal for you um, and help you achieve that.
0: And I, I, I I always appreciate when someone turns to another person and says, maybe this isn't the right yeah, um, and and I think that's important, and you should, and that's a trust factor, right? And I think that's that's why you guys have, I think, grown your solar d- division so much. Um, if you haven't had a chance to, to to check out Current Set, I'll do a little bit of a plug. You should check out their website, mostly because they have stuff on their roof that is fun to look at, and it spells the word. So you'll have to check out their site in order to see what I'm talking about. Um, but it is it is kind of neat, and and Current does believe to hold hardly in solar, and has gone to a point within their own facility to make sure that that's there. And it's helped probably thousands of people now at at this point, you know, convert to
1: get
0: solar on there. So, all right, any any final thoughts on solar?
1: Um, I definitely think take a look at it, even if it's a small look at it. Um, Something I will say, too, at Current Electra, we do a lot of opportunities for trainings open to the public. Hmm. Um, So if that is ever something that you're interested in, just coming by casually, sitting through, you know, what we're chatting about, Go on our Facebook page. We'll post it, and we we have a lot of events coming up, so it's exciting.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, the buzzword here was solar. Energy bills are rising, and so right now, I know everybody's looking for an alternative on how to put money back in their their pocket. Definitely want to check check out solar. Make sure that you understand that energy bill. You're gonna have to you have to give give that away. It's okay. It's not secret. And sometimes it's disappointing because if you actually – if I take my own experience, I actually had a unit put in by Current to track my kilowatt hours because I couldn't believe what I was spending and neither could they. Um, And it turns out that I am almost 50% more of any other house in my neighborhood. So I haven't figured out why that is, although I've got three daughters, which I've talked about here on the show before. And so maybe it's got to do with everything that they're plugging in and using on a daily basis. I don't know, but – um, it, every time I get that report sent to me and it says, you're 50% more than your neighbors, I wonder, how is that possible? I don't. So I think someone's tapping into my electric, to, to be fair. To right, I'm gonna, somebody has to be tapping into this. But no, but understand that that's an important key in order for um, any solar company to understand how much solar panel you're going to need in order to do that. Um, as well as be ready with questions and be honest with them Aware we're in the process. I mean, everybody's learning, right? Solar, while it's been around a while, as as we learned a little bit today, it's something that is relatively the buzzword. And when everything's a buzzword, there's opportunity for misnomers to be out there. So make sure you talk with someone who's been in the business a while of doing that. Also, keep in mind that that grid is going to be taxed. And so as much as I feel safe, Thanks for bringing that up, <laughs> that I will not lose power like I haven't in the last 20 years, that then maybe the next 20 years I may. Um, it is We're seeing this be from California all the way through our own area as far as we are having some issues with that grid. So definitely if you're considering solar, you want to do that. Thank you very much for your time today. I look forward to our next chat.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Step Beyond Green's mission is to create healthier indoor environments for us to live and work in. This is one of the ways that we do this. Please like, subscribe, or share this, as well as leave a comment below about this topic, or maybe it's a topic you'd like us to discuss in the future. As always, stay healthy. We'll see you next time.